Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, August 4th. All eyes were on Ohio last night, as the Democratic Party continued to show it is indeed the party of Biden, while Republicans are certainly still the party of Trump. In a classic establishment versus progressive Democratic primary in the Cleveland area of Ohio last night, it was the establishment that emerged victorious. Chantel Brown, the winning candidate in that Democratic primary to replace Marsha Fudge, who is now in Joe Biden's cabinet as the Housing and Urban Development Secretary, she defeated Nina Turner, progressive activist, longtime supporter and ally of Bernie Sanders, and did so by five plus percentage points. It was not a razor thin kind of an election, and it was a real wake up call to the Democratic Party because it is now a pattern that has clearly formed here about the Biden wing of the party putting together the kinds of coalitions inside Democratic primary politics to emerge victorious. This is a lesson that you can't just rely on the Twitter progressive woke crowd and think that that is going to be a big enough slice of a Democratic primary electorate, especially in a heavily African-American district like this one is, and think that that's going to get you across the finish line. The lesson here is Democrats who broaden the appeal as much as possible inside the party are the ones that are able to come away with the victory. And that is what Chantel Brown did last night with the backing of the likes of Jim Clyburn and Hillary Clinton, while Bernie Sanders and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez certainly came to the support of Nina Turner. It just wasn't enough to get Nina Turner across the finish line, despite her big lead in this race when it first started. And I say it's now part of a pattern because take a look at Joe Biden's victory himself in the 2020 Democratic primary process and take a look at Terry McAuliffe's victory in the Virginia governor's race and Eric Adams' victory in the New York City mayoral primary. And what you see here are a bunch of more moderate Democrats emerging in these primaries in this era right now. And while there is no doubt that progressives still have a ton of sway inside the Democratic Party, just look at Joe Biden's agenda for proof of that. Look at what Cori Bush did on the steps of the Capitol when it came to the eviction moratorium. But electorally, at the ballot box, inside these Democratic primaries, they are not the dominant wing of the party. A little further south in Ohio, around the Columbus area, there was a Republican primary, and it was a crowded field, 11 candidates. But this was Donald Trump's moment to prove that he still has the juice inside the GOP. And he did just that. His candidate that he backed in this race, Mike Carey, he's a coal lobbyist, never held elective office before, dominated. I mean, he didn't just win this race. His closest competitor was some 20 plus percentage points behind him in the final result. Now, Trump understood after backing the wrong horse in a Republican primary in Texas last week that this was going to be viewed as a real test of his strength inside the party. So Trump and his allies got that data point to say, hey, we still have sway here. And they poured $350,000 into that Republican race, buying digital ads and putting out text messages to ensure that Kerry emerged here as the winner. And like I said, it being such a resounding victory only adds to Trump's argument 
And as we've talked about on this podcast before, Trump is also sitting on a huge pile of cash, some $100 million cash on hand. So you take the money aspect, you take that Republican primary voters are still very influenced by his decision on which candidates to endorse, and you have a former president who is still very much the life force inside the Republican Party. But as always, I just want to offer this caveat. Don't overread and interpret a special election primary result. These contests were not about tea leaf reading for the 2022 midterms. This was a very safe Democratic district up in Cleveland and a very safe Republican district outside of Columbus. Neither of these districts are battleground districts that will help determine which party controls the House of Representatives after next November. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing, netsuite.com briefing.